Hello, welcome to uh, Skill Check, the gaming wellbeing podcast from YMCA Exeter. My name is Andy, and uh, through via magic of Zoom, we are recording this uh, with Zach. Hello, Zach. You're right. Hello, Andy. It's great to be back for this week's Skill Check, and a lot has happened since the last time an episode went out because between the last episode and the episode when this goes out, the PlayStation did a huge gaming showcase, which we'll obviously talk about more later in the news bit mm. but obviously the first bit is usually dedicated to what we've been playing and i played more pathfinder kingmaker no pathfinder breath of the righteous kingmaker was the first one and i gotta say really really enjoying it so if you yeah it's definitely kicked my butt a few times it's, there's been some hard moments and i'm not even playing on that hard a difficulty because it's notoriously difficult because there's just so much depth in the game so, so it's it's more a case of there's so much to learn and so many things that can affect things in the game that it takes a long time to kind of consume all that knowledge and then in a way that means that you then understand how it works in combat. Um, mm. So I'm taking my time with it. I've not left the first starting city yet and I'm 16, 17 hours in. And I also heard that someone else who, who I watch all the time on Twitch is also doing their playthrough, which I haven't been watching because I don't want spoilers for the game. Um, but he's 50 hours in and Excellent. only just got to the point where you make arguably the biggest like choice about how you want to play the game, which is like they introduce mythic paths, which is like a, you have your class and then you have your mythic path that's like an overriding what kind of an influence do you want to be in the world. Okay. So you can choose like there are good and evil Ooh, mythic paths and they, they, they choose how you interact with the kind of your fight against essentially the demons. The demons are breaking through into the, the demon realm because um, it's set in D D, so there's obviously different planes of existence. Okay. And the demon, the demon plane, where the demons exist, they broke through into where the plane where humans exist. And there's mm-hmm. been a big, big fight, lots of crusades. Um, the demons have just killed the one of the defenders of the last city, last human cities that is basically warding the rest of the world from the big crack in the earth where the demons come out of essentially where they spill out of their plane of their existence it's kind of the loose kind of story of what's happening in, in the world when you arrive uh, and mythic paths is your kind of the god or being you've chosen to affiliate yourself with to combat the demon threat essentially and usually you pick one that will synergize well with the class that you're already playing so for mine i intend to go i am an asimar angel kin I'm going to go celestial for my mythic path and focus on kind of angels and celestial beings as the kind of conduit to kind of repel the demons. But there's also like, you can have a dragon mythic path. You can have a leech mythic path, which get you get to play as an undead warrior and you get to command legions of undead. And like that has implications on this world. Um, There's like a Aeon mythic path, which is all about keeping balance in the world. So like everything has to be balanced. So. This it's huge. This game is huge. It's it's hundreds and hundreds of hours um worth of game. And every playthrough will be different because each of these decisions will have a huge impact on like how the story unfolds. Um and arguably this choice doesn't take place until like maybe like you know, a good chunk into the game, which I am still really far away from. I'm I'm at level three. Level or I think I've just just leveled up to level four. And there's twenty levels. Um, and as you know, in in kind of tabletop games, leveling up gets harder and harder as you go through the game. You know, bigger and bigger um, amounts of experience are needed to level up. And also, mm. some of the some of the later levels in some classes can be like game changing. 
some of the feats and class abilities that you get um, are huge when you get to like level 20. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, so I'm, I'm just happy that it's going to take me. This is going to be a game that you're probably going to hear me talk about for the foreseeable future <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm not, I'm trying, I'm purposely not just grinding through it and like playing obscene amounts of hours on it. Um, right. I want this to be a game that I really enjoy, really savor, take my time with, maybe play a couple of hours every day, even if that, um, especially because there's there's a new game on the Xbox that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really enjoying it. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. If you're a PC gamer and you love tactical role-playing games, um, this is just, it just it's worth every penny. You're going well, to get more you than your money's worth. A bit of the D and D kind of not universe, but kind of an idea and yeah, yeah. Content. It's like a yeah. If you think if you like tabletop gaming, if you if that's your thing and you want to experience it in the kind of in the video game kind of setting, then this is there is no better example um, than Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous, in my opinion. And I've played them all. I've played I've played uh, Baldur's Gate. I've played Divinity: Original Sin. I've played Pillars of Eternity. Like I I played most of the big if not all of the big kind of attempts at bringing the tabletop rule set into a mm. video game. And this is the biggest and probably not the best example. I think Divinity Original Sin 2 is probably, I would say, if you're going to choose one, if, the, if, if there was one game I would recommend to someone who likes tabletop gaming and wants to play a video game, Divinity Original Sin 2 will win because it's fully voice acted. There's a lot of reading in Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Some of it is, right. some of the characters are voice acted and some of the scenes are, but a lot of it isn't, so it means that you're reading a lot. Okay. Um, and whilst I'm not against reading, a tabletop game is, or a video game is always going to have lots of reading in it because it's trying to convey mm. whole manuals worth of information in a gaming setting. So there's going to be reading um, to some extent um, to understand what's going on. But Divinity Original Sin 2 does a really good way of doing that with also then all the characters are fully voiced, all the lines are. So like it makes it just, when you do have to read, it makes it like, oh, it's okay because I've not been reading the whole rest of the time. Whereas in Pathfinder, After the Righteous, you read a lot of the dialogue, so which means then when you have to then read a few pages of like mechanics and stuff like that, mm. then then it gets, it can get, it can get quite heavy quite quickly. Um, so I wouldn't but quite put it at the top no, of the list. No bad thing in a video game. I mean, I know. Oh. Playing video games has, has actually encouraged my kids to kind of read more and be more comfortable yeah. with reading. Because yeah, it's it's, well, it's all it's all flavor and all choice, right? It's yeah, preference, I think. Yeah, totally. So, so as your first dip, if you're first just dipping your toe into it, Divinity Original Sin is good. Two is a good starting place. But I would say, in terms of scope and size, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous is a game that is huge because whilst it has it has the kind of exploring and the party management side to it. It also has a mini game within it based mm -hmm. on Heroes okay. Might and Magic 3. So you're also, you're also in charge in an overworld of managing a, an entire army and all the resources and all the armies and you move them around the map. So there's, there's an, there's an in-the-world map. So like mm -hmm. if you visit to a city, it'll take you into a map that's within the city and it'll like break all the, like the dist districts down and you can travel around and like explore different places. There's also an overworld map that you like Exit once you exit a location into the overworld map, there's a whole army management system to also engage with there as well. And then, yeah, so it's a very complex game. So I'd say that if you want to start and see if you like it, Divinity Original Sin 2, if you want something that has taken 
the biggest kind of all-encompassing, really deep, loads going on, lots to learn. Multiple playthroughs will be completely different because you can make so many different choices in this game. The game also does a really good kind of... It lets you be really evil if you want to be. In, in a, in a okay. proper... Like, usually I play the good character. Well, that's, that's very... Good that's very I'm yeah, yeah, the it world. kind of gives you the choice. It kind of gives yeah. you the option to kind of experiment with kind of Absolutely. who you want to be. Yeah, and I think this game for the first time allows you to be an evil character without just being the person that everyone points the finger at and goes, oh, you're evil. It allows way more moral ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in the game. And and so a second playthrough, even just a second playthrough, mm-hmm. playing a more morally ambiguous character than like, you know, I'm playing a good a good character playthrough the first time. Um, just so many different ways you can play. And so there's like a hundred different classes, like all changing the way you play. Um, multiple playthroughs and thinking maybe a playthrough will I think the devs came out and said a playthrough will take you about 100 hours to 200 hours not doing everything cool so yeah. you get you get your value for money if you think yeah. if you're going to play 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 it a few times to see all the story and the different choices you can make um so it's a full price game but man I'm easily, it sounds easily got the content to justify that yeah, it's, it sounds like if it's the sort of game that you like, if it's the sort of game you're interested in, yeah. my word. Yeah, it, it is up there. It, it'll be, uh, if it doesn't win some awards um, at the Game Awards, like, I'll, I'll be shocked. It is, it's it's mm-hmm. probably my game of the year so far. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's how good it is, uh, what it is trying to be, at least. Um, which takes me on to the next game, because... I'm a fan of role-playing games, and we've, we're moving from a tactical party management role game, role-playing game into a JRPG. Yay, JRPGs. Hey. Usually, usually turn-based. This one isn't turn-based. Yeah. It's it's kind of you know more free action combat. But this mm. is this is really exciting for me personally because big fan of the Tales gaming series for a long time. I think this is like the 10th or 11th entry in the Tales franchise. It's a bit like Final Fantasy, um, but it's the, they're called Tales. Um, Okay. That's the the name that is at the start of every game. So it's like so the last game I the the only game that really come, came to Xbox was Tales of Vesperia, which is like an Xbox exclusive Tales game. Loved mm. it, loved the world, loved the art style, loved the kind of more cartoony art style, bit of Breath of Breath of the Wildy in terms of like the, how it looks and the aesthetic it's going for. The color palette is very vibrant and um tail anyway. Game came out, Tales games coming to Xbox. Really really excited. Just came out today. Haven't played it yet. But we'll be playing it today at some point, um, and probably a lot over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Tales of Arise. I think it came out everywhere. So if you, I don't know if it came on the Switch, but when I say everywhere, I always don't mean the Switch. Switch is its own thing, and you can go <laughs> over the corner and on, the on, on behalf else. of the Switch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, it's everywhere apart from that small console that can't decide what it is. Um, Okay, all right, I'm going to help you out. It's available on Microsoft Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X slash S. And it is, and it has Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 versions off the bat. You don't have to wait for an upgrade. Like, it has better done versions for the the, the most recent consoles. Um, So, yeah, I'm just super excited to dive into a big... I don't know how advisable it is to advise anyone to play two huge games at the same time because uh, flipping between the two and like 
you're probably going to feel like I'm probably going to feel like I'm not really making much progress in either game because so gaming's both big and I'm splitting my attention between Especially two massive at games launch. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and we'll, yeah. And we'll I, come back know. to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to dig into it, but this is just a faggot really. This is probably what I'll be, what I'll be also putting my attention on is Tales of Arise. Um, yeah, looks really good. They've, they've, spent, they've also spent a lot of time updating the graphics from kind of the last Tales game. Um, yeah, just just wanted to flag it because this is what I'll be playing. And uh, it looks like it's going to be really cool. Although the reviews aren't out yet, so I reserve just Not that I live and die by what other people think about games. I usually will be like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you thought that. I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> or, I'm, I'm glad you thought really that. Cool, Your opinion's possibly yeah. wrong, so I'm going to try it out for myself to see if I'm right and you're yeah. not, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the games I've got to, to mention playing things. Cool. Andy, and back to you. I'm so pleased that you've been playing games, that you've got stuff to talk about this week because I I don't know where the time's gone. Um, I have been trying out Psychonauts, or Psychonauts 2, I should say. And it's one of those games where I've heard lots of people talk really good things about it. Uh, it's basically a platform game where you are running around. I think you are running around inside someone's mind or subconscious. So lots of weird stuff is happening. You've got lots of controls and I can see why people like it, Zach. I can see why it's praised. I can understand it it's not for me it's so basically what happened is i died in the game uh, yeah i'm glad you qualified that within the game I, Although it'd be weird for you to be speaking and then i've also died i i sometimes find it's important to clarify these things and yeah i i just didn't have any particular want to kind of go back and try the fight again it just didn't pull, pull me back there. I, it just felt like a struggle. And maybe I should have kept going with it when I first played it to get more used to the controls. Maybe there was a gentle lag because I was playing it over xCloud. Maybe, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's probably a really good game. There is some stuff about how it represents mental health issues um as well as you know one of the bad guys is a dentist so you might want to look out for that uh but it's done in a very kind of light i'm gonna say it's done in a light-hearted way it doesn't treat the subject matter lightly but it's where it's set so any so any game where it's set in someone's mind and then you Game that's set in someone's subconscious. I'm trying to get my words out. It's only right that you kind of see at least some sort of representation of how people are feeling. And I think that's that's what the game does. Um, but yeah, it's not for me. Cool. Well, this takes us on a roundabout way slap bang into the middle of gaming news, news. and what a week 
it has been for gaming news. This week saw the PlayStation Summer Showcase happen, and boy, oh boy, did they come out swinging. I mean, I saw it mentioned before it happened, and then the yeah, internet it definitely was surprised me. with <laughs> yeah, this amazing everywhere. trailer, and this amazing trailer, and yeah. you want to play this? Yeah, yeah like, this no, and, and for sure, huh. it, it kind of snuck under the radar a little bit because they, they made a point of not going to E3 or Gamescom, Xbox, yeah. and everyone else went to both of those things. Um, so they were always going to struggle to like to have the same kind of media attention to it because ultimately they chose to do their own thing off their own back, mm. and that's the ramifications of that will be that a small audience hear about it and watch it. But saying that, there were some fairly sizable gaming announcements, so gaming announcements within <laughs> within it. Yeah, I mean they're not holding back with what the PlayStation Five. Should we actually talk about things. what the trailers are and the games do, we are? Do you have playing. Do you have a list? Do I have a list? Well, I've got a. Could you list. locate said list? Um, okay. I guess are you've obviously you ready for out... this? Yeah, I'm ready. If you've got a full list, I am more than ready to. Just I, I, it's not shout a full list, everything. but it's notes that I've scribbled down. Star Wars. Yes. Okay. So quickly. For the audience and the listeners out there, this is um, a remaster. I think it's a remaster of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. old school role playing party management game set in the Star Wars universe. It's got a huge cult following, arguably a classic, and it they're finally doing a remake. Finally, finally, finally giving it some love and attention that it deserves. Um, because the thing that has always stopped me from playing it is it's not held up great. So if you didn't play it when it first came it out... It's a bit clunky if you play it now. Yeah, yeah. so I'm but, super excited for this, and this is a huge announcement that it's going to be a PlayStation 5 timed exclusive, I think, yeah. is the, the rhetoric around yeah. it. I think it will go other places. I mean, there's no way it's not going to PC eventually. It, it, is, it is definitely going to PC. Um, Where don't know about Xbox. Else? It could be, but... Um, but it, but it is a time exclusive, so it will be available in other oh, places. Time. But the, the most important thing, yeah, I think it said, I think they very explicitly said timed exclusive, because the, it's the language is hard these days in gaming, because because some things say exclusive, and you're like, oh, does that mean I have to buy this thing to play it here? But then some things say, oh, timed exclusive. Well, what does that even mean? How long is the time? Um, the month, years, like yeah. Um, the biggest takeaway from here is that it's really cool that they're doing something like this. Um, and that they found a, a place for it to be remade and remastered, which will be really cool to see. Could be. This is very much based on the wording from Eurogamer.net. Yeah. But it could be a time exclusive for PlayStation 5 and PC, which feels weird. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, just, it's, the, it's, the, it's their way of saying, you can get it here first. It will eventually be on Xbox. But yeah, the I think that's what they're not it, saying. Yeah, yeah. It, what they're alluding to is probably that it will come out, no doubt, come out on Xbox. Um, just not, just not right away. Cool. Um, Next one, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Next, Next one because we've got loads of games to talk about. Hogwarts yeah. Legacy. This has been floating around for a while now. We've seen multiple clips. Uh, it's been delayed, it's been moved around. Uh, we've seen varying things of like, oh, that looks really good to. What on earth was that? 
<laughs> that doesn't look like it's going to be good at all. Um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those kind of games that's been kind of floating around in the ether for the gaming world for a while now. Like, I think it got shown at E3 two years ago, and there's been clips and footage, some good, some bad. It's been the release date's been moved around multiple times, but it still exists, and mm. it, I guess it will come out sometime. Apparently, 2022. Um... I love it that they've not nailed down a day or a month. Coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and Series S, Android and Microsoft Windows. Amazing. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, if it's coming out to Android, it'll probably pop up on iOS and everywhere at some point. And... I just want to go back a little bit to a comment you, you passed about how it looks amazing. No, it doesn't. I very much felt that watching the trailer. There's yeah. one or two yeah. scenes in it where I'm like, this doesn't look great. Mm. Oddly, I think it was the corridor scene. It was, it was inside. It was something that I, 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 I don't know where the um material was taken from so like what sort of machine it was meant to be running on but i'm like this doesn't look as good as that yeah yeah so i guess we'll see it's one of those yeah um but you know it's hogwarts it's harry potter it's it's going to be one of those games that will sell it will get lots of interest it's worthwhile at least keeping an eye on um what have we got next Uh, forsaken okay so this has been shown in very very small amounts before people weren't really sure what it was they just went all in and were like here's what it is and it looks gorgeous and amazing and the concept is really cool and it's a big open world game and it makes the graphics and how they put it together and what it looks like and the lighting and, and everything that's showing up really showcasing what the PlayStation 5 is capable of. It kind of makes some of the games that are open world and have graphics look like they didn't really bother trying hmm. because this game looked that good. It looked, it literally looked that good. And I was like, wow, this is, this is insane. That this is where, this is when the next generation of games is going to go. Graphics are going this way. They're going to look, so good and this was a game that really showcased even the particle effects on like the water and some of the magical abilities she was using like they were next level like it wasn't just blocks of things happening it was like individual water particles were like yeah it it was it, it was great it blew my mind like to think that that's where gaming is now and that's kind of the quality we can expect moving forward on the the best consoles and the best pcs um so it, it partly feels like this was that trailer that they were like, we're really going to ram home how good the PlayStation 5 is right now. Check this trailer out. It was the trailer for Forspoken, I should say, not Forsaken, Forspoken, um, which I saw and I, it made me go, oh my days, I want a PlayStation. I don't want a PlayStation. Mm. But oh my days. And because yeah. I had the impression at the time that it was going to be a PlayStation 
five exclusive i'm like this looks amazing this looks like a film this looks very movie like yeah. um it's coming out for pc as well which i think yeah. is probably good news for my wallet um well you but, say that you, i don't know maybe maybe your pc might not be like well yeah we'll you're gonna see. have to have a pretty high-end pc to be able to run something like that i imagine yeah I, i'm fairly certain what we saw was on settings Mm. It was ultra settings, wasn't it? It was ultra yeah. settings on a on a very expensive gaming rig, um, probably. But it'll be interesting to see where you can buy it through on PC. Oh, because you're thinking like, streaming it? I'm thinking cloud mm. gaming. Mm. Right. Yeah, and 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 I love that that takes off the table the graphic capacity of the the rig that you have mm. for PC gaming. I love that the the idea that now you can just. Uh, get Stadia or, or kind of another streaming platform um, and not have to worry about can my PC run it? Yeah. It's all about do I have a strong enough connection to be able to deliver on the connectivity that I will need to to, to have a good stable enough connection to be able to play the game with with kind of let, the least amount of interference, I guess, from like mm. input lag and stuttering and hitching and things like that, which is which is cool. I like that that's becoming an option. I like that it, that gaming is becoming high-end gaming on pcs is not being restricted to just the best rig so i spent thousands of pounds on my pc it can play any game to like any pc can play any game now because through streaming services yeah as long as which is, which is still mind-blowing to me yeah yeah as long as internet's good enough and i would argue that if you've got a gaming pc it's probably hooked to ethernet so you're probably yeah. going to be fine yeah i wouldn't yeah. advise streaming games through wi-fi just because why? You'd be surprised. <laughs> it's not impossible. You know, you... Yeah, but but if you want a more stable connection, cables always away, always yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that's a whole different anyway, conversation. Yeah. Anyway, this game looks Next fantastic. We, we've got tied up over how amazing Forspoken yeah. looks. God of War. Yeah, I mean, this was leaked. I think that it was going to be there. Like, they were, I mean, it was such a huge console seller for PlayStation 4. Mm. They were never not going to do another God of War game. Um, this is God of War Ragnarok. They showed off kind of uh, some of the new characters that they're going to be interacting, still sticking with the Norse mythology um, kind of feel of God of War. Four turned up in the trailer. Spoilers. Mm. Um so I, I imagine that's that's gonna go, yeah. I imagine that's gonna go down about as cool as you can imagine when you think of the clash that will happen there. Um, because in God of War, the first game, and this is kind of spoiled territory, um, the main character of the God of War games goes around killing gods. That's kind of his deal. <laughs> that's what he does, and he's worked his way through many other collections of gods and now he's in the north mytho- Norse mythology and he put to the sword a few Norse gods I imagine Thor is quite upset about that so <laughs> yeah so we'll see how that works out in the next game for Ragnarok um, yeah God of War Ragnarok so. so last one on the list and it's a boring one it's one I know you have no interest in at all whatsoever zero zero it's interest zero, yeah it, it's it's I'm going to ask you to talk about Wolverine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Oh, how no. Andy said before, like maybe he'd get a PlayStation Five for respoken. I <laughs> am going to be getting a PlayStation Five because of this announcement. And the crazy thing is, they showed You've no not even seen the game. 
You didn't even see his face. You didn't even see Wolverine's face. You just saw him pop the claws. Um, and I was like, I'm in. This is this is it. This I was I've been waiting for a re, like I've been umming and ironing about whether to get a gaming PC or whether to get a PlayStation Five. What do I enjoy more? Do I enjoy console gaming more? Do I do I want to dip my toe into PC gaming? This sealed the deal. I mm. will be now con- like all my energy will be in trying to source a PlayStation Five for the foreseeable future. Um, this is this is this is the dream scenario for me. Huge Marvel comic book fan when I was growing up. X Men's always been kind of my favorite kind of Marvel comic books when i was growing up mm. um and the idea of just being able to play as wolverine in in with with a, with a kind of a game studio that has done incredibly well so in it's, it's from insomniac games the same guys that did spider-man uh spider-man miles morales and now also mm. announcing this showcase spider-man 2 which will feature peter parker spider-man miles morales spider-man and venom mm. so as, as looking like the bad guy but who knows because you know I don't want to insomnia for the great devs, and I imagine they've got a really good story going on in, in that game. But they're tried and tested. They've they've done really well. They're, they know how to handle a Marvel IP. They know how to do superhero games. So giving them free reign with a with Wolverine, and also like maybe other X Men will show up in the game. Could be how cool would it be? Universe. How cool would it be if Gambit showed up? And it was like a Gambit Wolverine escapade adventure, like, and they've just not yeah. showed his character yet. Like I, I, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the PlayStation Five. There, there's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. This is the this is the game that will sell me the system. Like I will buy the system to play just to play this game. Um, and they didn't even show any gameplay. Like it was like a 10 second spoiler, like teaser trailer. And I'm sold. I'm 100 percent in. They can do whatever they want now. I, I am. I'm, I'm 100 percent sold. Wolverine game is just crazy to me. And if you don't have a, a, a PS Five. But if you've got a PC at home, same same conversations before. There's going to be a PC version coming out shortly after the PS5. So it's worthwhile looking in that direction to see, you know, how it runs and what and how it behaves, and exactly the same questions that you'd be asking yourself with any other computer game that you'd buy to run on your PC. And that's it for our list. I I don't know if there's anything else of yeah. They, 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 I would say if 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 you want to know the final details of the conference, go and check it out online. I imagine at this point it'll be it'll be on YouTube and things like that. Just search out kind of the Sony Summer Conference 2021, and I'm sure that it will turn up. Um, there were other games in there. Um, go and check it out. They were just some of the the standouts for us. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good showing. It was a good showing, especially because they've been under a lot of pressure with Xbox doing so well and mm. show, been showing very well over the summer. They needed to come out and do some cool stuff, and they they did absolutely do that. So, um, so game, there's never been better. There's never been a better time to be game a gamer. I can't. I can just see my mind is blown that like every time something like this happens, the dreams that you have becoming reality. Like thinking, oh, 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 this would be cool. I wonder if they're going to do something. It, 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 I love, it's, it's super cool. I love how positive you're sounding. I love how over the last 30 seconds, you've gone from being positive to getting more and more happy, more and more excited about gaming and just how excited you are about all that news. Because very quickly, 
second news item, I'm going to bring us crashing down to Earth. Sonic Colors Ultimate. Now, a few months ago, we talked about uh, a massive kind of Sonic press conference showcase thing. Sonic Colors Ultimate was one of the big headlines to celebrate um, Sonic's whatever anniversary. It is, I want to say 30th, but yeah, whatever, it's whatever Mario just had. Sonic has a little bit later. They were because they, yeah. they ultimately they came out at the same time. So if Mario's had a big birthday, Sonic's having one in a few months' time. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so Sonic Colors Ultimate. Well, Sonic Colors was the big Sonic game. Uh, whenever the Wii was around, and I'm very sorry. I'm I'm tired, Zach. And time has no meaning over the last eighteen months. So the, the Wii might have been. A console two years ago may have been 10 years ago it's all a bit wibbly now but sonic colors was the game was the sonic game of that time and sega made a big thing of bringing uh, sonic colors ultimate out to as part of the anniversary celebrations for sonic <sighs> so as reported by Nintendo Life, uh, there's been some reports into how well it's into how well Sonic Colors Ultimate is running on the Switch, and basically, it's good on uh, PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X, and it generally looks like it's recommended. On those machines. So if you're a Sonic fan with um, some of the newer consoles, go for it. I'm going to compare this to, to Cyberpunk because it looks like it's just glitchy on the Switch. And what really kind of shocked me was it takes 13 seconds to load one of the levels. You can't do that, and especially when the original version of the game took only three seconds to load on the Wii. So it's a remastered version, and it performs far worse than the version that, that it's based on. It just that's ten seconds longer. I, I I tested this. I can load up a game through my browser on Game Pass and it will take about 13 seconds to load it up. Y yeah. And I I'm amazed, I'm shocked that Sonic after a couple of decades worth of being, you know, a poor Sonic fan and to be perfectly blunt, Sonic games have not always been great recently. I thought this was going to be a good one. But no. Not on the Switch. It's gone a load of cyberpunk and my chair is squeaking all over the place. I'm not happy. I'm grumpy. So yes. If you have a Switch and you're thinking about getting the new Sonic the Hedgehog game, 
it looks like it's the thing to avoid, at least for now. You really have brought the mood down, haven't you? Yes, I have. I could feel myself getting angry just talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of a shame when, a, when obviously you're fighting a game from an old system into a new system and it doesn't quite hang the way you want it to. And then because the part doesn't look like it's that great, then the, the your kind of your immediate mind goes towards this is just a cash grab, a quick port over from an old mm. system to a new system. Don't really care if it runs very well. People will buy it. We'll cash in on it and we'll move on to the next thing. And it it's sucks when it's happening to... It's basically... And, and I think, cartoon it should run on the switch there's no it, it it is sad when you think about the treatment that sonic gets versus mario yeah i think they're the kind of the heroes of video games mario's in a great spot at the moment consistently getting really good treatment from from nintendo and for whatever reason sonic is like the thing that's just filler like they don't they've not they've not invested in a good sonic game for ages it's just re-releasing the old stuff Mm. And they're not really that bothered about how well it plays or runs because people that love Sonic will buy it and they'll realise it doesn't run well and they'll move on to the next thing. And it, and it just sucks that Sonic seems to have been put into this space like that, whereas, like, Mario is just doing better than ever. You think about all the cool Mario games that have come out this year. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a tough time to be a Sonic fan. Um, it has been for a while, arguably. If if you're looking for Sonic game, go play Sonic Mania. Just there you go. Go that way. Well, this... I'm, I'm sorry for ruining the mood. <laughs> well, on that not so happy uh, <laughs> note, uh, this has been another episode of Skill Check, the gaming and wellbeing podcast from YMCA Exeter. He's been Andy. I've been Zach, and as always, you can find us on every good podcast providing platform. Just search Skill Check Podcast, and we will pop up. If you want to get there a different way, you can always visit our website, ymcx.org.uk, and there's a link to our podcast on the homepage. You can also look out for us uh, and find us on the social media at Exeter on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can feel free to message on there and those will work their way to us. But if you want to talk to us directly, if you have nothing better to do with your time than to get in touch with us with your gaming opinions and comments on the podcast, you can do that. Response at ymcx.org.uk is the email address you can use. In the bio probably as well, because, you know, I'm saying that now. And whatever I say now in the outro means that it will have to happen because Andy will have to go back and do whatever I say. <laughs> so the email address will be in the bio for the video as well you'll be able to find it there and be able to email us all your comments and anything about the skill check podcast in general overwhelming support overwhelming critique we don't mind email it to us anyway we'd love to hear from you guys this has been the skill check podcast and we will absolutely see you all next time <laughs>